Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with veteran jazz trumpeter, flugelhornist, composer, and music producer, Rachel Therian. She talked about her new 2023 album called Mi Hogar. She is consistently innovative and working between New York City and Montreal. She is considered one of the most promising jazz musicians of her generation, fully recognized for her personal touch and her many influences of traditional jazz, Afro-Latin, and global music. She has a world-class reputation and is quite versatile as an innovator. Enjoy this interview. Hey, thank you for taking a minute out of today. I appreciate it. Of course. Pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, so before we get into your brand new album and, you know, what's been going on with you lately, I want to kind of ask about COVID. You know, it really kind of turned the jazz world upside down. I mean, everybody was affected, but artists especially. How did you survive that time period? How has it changed the way that you kind of do what you do now as far as music and conducting your business? Well, I'm I'm kind of a workaholic. <laughs> so I kind of got crazy during COVID and <laughs> and I started doing uh I started doing um musical producing for other artists, which it added uh another layer to my work than how it was before COVID, I guess. And uh and yeah, just being more present online and like so many more relationships that are based online since COVID that um, it's still like that. So I guess it helps. Yeah, well, it is good that we had that outlet. So it has to feel good with we have a new year that's began. You have a new album out. The opportunities for live music are coming back. How does this release feel for you overall? Um, It feels great. It's actually, it's my sixth album now, but it does feel like my first in the way that it's, uh, since my very first uh album it's it's what i was dreaming it's to do this album so i'm very excited and i'm super i'm super i'm super happy people are listening to it and people seem to enjoy it so it makes me very very happy so miho guard talk to me a little bit about how this album was put together how did you kind of artistically construct and put this together well mi hogar it means it means my home but um I feel I have many homes. <laughs> Sometimes I think my my home is 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 my shoes, is where my shoes are. <laughs> so um, I did this album. It's it's my it's my sixth album, and it's my first as a Latin jazz project of my own. Um, and I wanted to incorporate and include as many people as possible from the community, from the Latin jazz community that I've been working with since the past 15 years. And it was very hard to do. Yeah, it was, it was, it was impossible to just choose one rhythm section because there were so many people I wanted to include. And, and every, every, every person on the record feels like family. Yeah, I had to record in three different cities. So we did, we did one session in Montreal, uh, one session in Toronto and one session in New York. And it resulted in, in what you can hear. So let's kind of go back a little bit to the, your beginnings. Talk to me about where you were born and raised and how the seeds of jazz were planted in you. Uh, I was born in eastern Quebec, so I'm French-Canadian. Maybe you can hear a little bit of an accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm from a place called Rimouski. Rimouski. They actually have a tiny jazz festival over there, which is super cute. But I'm I'm not coming. I, I don't come from a musical family. My dad my dad was a boat captain, and my mom was a teacher. And 
we we had to move um, from my mom's work to Montreal when I was a teenager, and that's where I started playing music. Um, I started like regular at high school. I picked trumpet because it was the the last uh, instrument available. Because we moved we moved like one year one week late to the beginning of the school, and the only instrument left was trumpet or trombone. So I picked the trumpet because at least it had pistons. <laughs> And yeah, since then I, I joined uh, drum corps, and yeah, maybe since I'm 14, I always dreamed of being a musician. As soon as I knew it, it could be a full-time job, that's what I wanted to do. And yeah, then I went to University of Montreal, and I got tired of of the vibe there. And I had the opportunity to go study at Instituto Superior de Arte in Havana, Cuba, which um, basically changed my life, and it's really where I feel I started to grow as the artist I am today. So what was the very first live jazz show you saw that really either inspired you or kind of blew you away? Uh, well, the the first jazz show that I saw that blew my way was, uh, it was actually Sean Jones, the trumpet player. I went to ITG. It was in maybe 2007. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly what year it was, but he played um, a piece called BJ's Tune, and he had two standing ovation in the same tune during the tune, and I and and it's really when I realized how how music can move and touch people, and yeah, it's been it's been my goal to to, to like manage to get to that point at some point. <laughs> You know, the one thing about being a musician is there's so many facets to it, from recording, playing live, you know, all, all of the myriad of things that go into it. But what do you like the best about being a professional musician? What I love about being a, a professional musician is the opportunity to travel and to connect with different people from different backgrounds all over the world. I think, um, I think I'm, I have two passions, and it's uh, playing music and traveling and and there are two things that make you connect with other human beings to different uh to different vessel and and I think it's it's why I keep trying to tour and trying to to play as much as I can cuz it's where I get those human contacts and I love it. You know the one thing about you too is, is that you've 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 played a lot live, you've moved around a lot. What do you learn from all of these, from, from traveling, from being in different cultures and different regions? How does that add to the music and the message that you deliver from your horn? Well, what's beautiful with music is that, that you can, you, we all speak the same language. And like sometimes, sometimes language is a barrier to understand other people's culture. But this is what it's great with music is that then you can connect with people in the sense that you you manage to realize that we're all the same <laughs> like there are different historical backgrounds but like we're all we're all the same human beings with the same worries and the same uh, the same anxiety attacks and the same joy and happiness and uh all over so it's 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 very inspiring to just travel and see how people live different but at, at the end at the end we're all trying to live life in the happiest way we can why do you love jazz? Because I can improvise. <laughs> I mean, I think I think I'm a I'm an improviser in my life, uh, in my everyday life. I think jazz is not just behind my horn, but it's the way I interact 
with life every day. Uh, but yeah, I, I do love the freedom of not, um, not knowing what is going to happen and just like create music with other people. Um, let's kind of go to a kind of a, a fictional realm here. And I'm curious if you could get into a time machine and go back in time and see any jazz musician live. Where are you going to go? Who are you going to see? I would love to see Art Farmer. <laughs> Clifford. Yeah, I guess I guess I would love to see Clifford, and I would be very bothered about seeing Clifford in his young age. Sounding so good, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone out there has a perception of you, an idea of who they think you are—your family, your friends, your fans. But ultimately, you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I just think I'm a simple person that dreams a lot and works a lot towards making her dream happen. I like it. That's a great answer. Rachel, hey, <laughs> for anyone out there that wants to pick up the new album, that wants to find out about live shows, anything in that realm, where's the best place for them to go to do that? Well, you can go through my website. There are links and my band camp, which is rachelsarian.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can also go to my record label, Outside in Music, uh, website and band camp. And yeah, I'm, I'm playing at, if some people are listening from New York, I am playing at Dizzy's Club this Wednesday. And if not, just follow my website, rachelsarian.com, to see what are the coming up dates. Beautiful, Rachel. It's been an honor. Thank you for opening up. I've been a fan for a long time. I really appreciate Aww. you talking about the album and your story. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Montreal, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Rachel for her time, energy, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, even at YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.